0: what's up you guys welcome back to unfiltered today is episode four and today is my first guest episode i've actually already recorded it and i'm doing the intro a little bit later now i actually just finished editing this episode and i'm so freaking happy with how it turned out I have my amazing friend, Dev, on. She is the first friend that I met when I moved to Boise, and she's such a fascinating, kind, awesome, interesting person, and today we are going to be talking with you guys about so many topics from bisexuality to crushes to dating and relationships in general also to getting ghosted we're going to touch on that as well so dev had so much awesome insight and i'm just so happy with how the episode turned out so please let me know what you guys think about it and there will definitely be more guest episodes in the future but i really hope you enjoy this first one So like I said, I'm recording this little intro solo, but I've been staying busy. I've also been enjoying like getting out of my house to get work done. I'm trying to get work done at a coffee shop once a week, incorporate that into my routine because Working from home, I just feel like I do everything at my little like living room kitchen table like I'm sitting at right now, and I've got to kind of switch it up a little bit. So I've been going to one of my favorite local coffee shops to work like once a week, and I feel really good about that. I've been doing like editing of the podcast and editing of my videos there. It's been sunny. It's honestly feeling like the very beginnings of spring, and I'm feeling really good energy. I'm feeling great feedback from you guys so far regarding the podcast Thank you again to everyone who has rated and reviewed the podcast so far on the Apple Podcast app. I believe that's the only place that you can review. People were asking me because I obviously understand that not everybody uh, uses Apple. Not everybody has an iPhone, but I I know that you can't leave reviews on Spotify, which maybe they'll add that in. But, and I don't think you can on many other apps. And I did want to let you guys know if you want to ask questions for future guest episodes and have us talk about topics and questions that you guys want answered, make sure to follow the Instagram for the podcast. It's always linked in the show notes. And the at is unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes. So I know I say that a lot, but that's definitely like our little community, the best way to get involved. And the feed is so cute. I've been really enjoying posting on there and just making it fun and something different than like my normal Instagram so I'm just gonna go ahead and stop talking because I am so excited for this episode I want you guys to hear it right now so we are about to get into it with my first podcast guest ever Miss Dev. All right guys (laughs) in here in my little uh, house kitchen table Mm -hmm. studio with me we have Squirtle's girlfriend. My wife, mm-hmm. it's true people it true. And the first friend I ever met Aww. In Boise, Thank Idaho Miss Deb Seafeld She is
1: here <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers It's, it's
0: me we're drinking white wine, mm-hmm. and I do have to tell you guys—we yes. actually just recorded this intro. Well, we thought we did, right. but the mic was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna try it again, yeah. and this is actually—you know—it's gonna be better this time. Warm up, we're feeling good. <laughs> so, Dev, have mm-hmm. you ever been on a podcast before? No, is your first
1: time, mm-hmm. first podcast. Uh, okay, I'm so happy what that you're I on Unfiltered. Well, I was saying that it's crazy because I've never been in a video either so it's like my first real anything youtube have you have you ever been in any youtube video Mm -mm. have you ever made your own no well i've tried yeah (laughs) a couple times but then i don't post it because i get too nervous
0: yeah before i ever made my first videos on Mm -hmm. youtube i would vlog Mm -hmm. on my like old old laptop in like Mm -hmm. eighth and ninth grade (laughs) (laughs) well like i would do it on the webcam like i would do a vlog and i would stop (laughs) around Um, no, okay, so it would actually just be, like, a sit-down video where I okay. was, ta- it was, like, a, I was just talking about yeah. my day, so, like, I remember, I wish I could access them, yeah. even though they are probably horrible, but I would, uh-huh. like, come home from school, and I had, like, Ew. my first job in ninth and I grade, and I would just, like, talk to my uh-huh. little Dell webcam, <laughs> and then at some point, I stole my mom's MacBook, because, you know, it was slightly better quality, right. and that's when I and actually,
1: cooler. yeah, that's when I actually recorded. I made a music video to TikTok by Kesha <gasps> on my mom's macbook computer and i still have it oh so i'll shit. show it to you sometime
0: and now you make actual TikToks. Uh, <laughs> should i keep that true. secret no you can tell them but yeah, my tiktok people.
1: name is not my name it's a secret name okay but maybe i should tell them yeah okay it's penny lane 879 <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just don't say anything but come to my tiktok check it out come check it out i'm not ashamed anymore of my tiktok yeah dev loves tiktok i really do i
0: still like am
1: not into it i don't know what's happening to me i'm turning into (laughs) a 15 year
0: old girl these days yeah well dev i wanted to start off with a little segment Mm -hmm. called five burning questions (laughs) Thank you so much to our longtime sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So, as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else, and you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and it actually is. You guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. We gotta last time. (laughs) We gotta add in a little sound effect. I feel like I'll be able to find one. So these are just gonna be some Mm -hmm. quick little questions for the people Mm -hmm. to get to know you just a little bit before before Mm -hmm. we get into it. So my first
1: burning question is, Mm -hmm. what is your zodiac sign? Cancer. Don't come for me. (laughs) Um, I do cry a lot. That is true. Sensitive, but I feel like people don't really know I'm sensitive. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know.
0: Maybe if they are close but, to you. But, yeah,
1: definitely cancer, very maternal.
0: Miss Water.
1: Yes, yes, She Miss lives water. for the water. Uh, a true water A ton sign. of Gemini in my chart, though. I have four Gemini placements. My Gemini oh, rising, sure. moon, huh. Venus, and something else. Okay. So you, so you connect with the Geminis. I didn't know that I did until recently. Like, I learned that about myself. And you learned that that
0: was in your chart? Yeah. Okay. And I'm
1: kind of like, okay, see that. Hmm. So it's interesting,
0: but definitely cancer. Yes. Mm. We love some good cancers. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of close, I was telling Deb, I have a lot of like close cancers to me in my life. All my gay best friends are cancer. Not all, but some. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't, yeah, I don't don't know what that is, but I'm I'm just attracting my iconic gay kings and queens that are also cancers. Mm -hmm. I love it. The next burning question is your favorite artist
1: right now in terms of music. Mm Um, I have to say Harry Styles. Like I said, I'm becoming a 15-year-old girl. (laughs) And he just came out with that album. Fine Line. Fine Line. It's called Fine Line. It's so good. The song She is my jam. Um, And I'm just obsessed with him as a person. So that really does it for me. And Tosh Sultana is my favorite musical artist of all time. Yes. I love Amy Winehouse. Anything like jazzy, brassy so into it oh yeah <laughs> so, yeah all right I like all those answers mm-hmm. and that time we missed Tosh Lutana at Coachella yeah that Insane. was um <laughs> well, <laughs> that was we can talk about that's that in flop. our boxing and yes. flops even though that was a couple that's years true. ago so still
0: you know I feel that yes <laughs> I feel that was a huge flop for us mm-hmm. I also relating to that and missing an iconic live musical performance Ugh. So, me and my sister mm-hmm. had t- had tickets and went to the anti world tour Miss Rihanna two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. And there was no reason for us to arrive four songs late. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely no reason. We missed all the openers. We were mm-hmm. sitting at my apartment drinking wine and mm-hmm. we were like, we don't need to see the openers. Mm-hmm. Just don't care. <sighs> well, we timed it completely wrong because yeah. we're running into the venue. We're like outside looking, heading inside looking for our section. And Rihanna is performing oh sex with me. Ugh. She's like above the crowd in a clear, like oh acrylic glass box, like humping the air. <laughs> and we're fucking
1: running outside. Like, ah! we're <laughs> so I'm, I just I know the feeling yeah like yeah oh it's the worst we got to Taj as she was walking off stage and it was a private party where we could have seen her oh man okay we will
0: maybe forgive ourselves but i don't know if we deserve to be forgiven
1: we really don't yeah all
0: right moving on Mm -hmm. to the fourth burning question
1: (laughs) that's my bird sound love it (laughs) <laughs> beer, wine, or cocktail. Um, cocktail queen, but we did talk about how you know all three serve a different purpose yes, for sure. Definitely, but I'm a cocktail gin and tonic always. That's your go-to. Yeah, yep. Um I fuck with it. So but I love a beer, you know, in a yeah. sitting on a patio. Yeah, and today we're off the wine.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's like an acceptable. Yeah, it's Two wine p.m. Wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday. It is. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, we're going to cheers for that. I don't know if you guys can hear that because it's not a real glass. It's a a little bit of a plastic glass, (laughs) but they are misreusable. Okay, don't come for me. But it's white wine (laughs) and it's good. My last question for you, Mm -hmm. my last burning question is the number one thing you would take with you if like an emergency happened and you couldn't take anything else. It's interesting for me because...
1: Last year, I sold, like, 80% of my stuff to live in my van, yep. so I don't really have much anymore, but I think I would take this piece of art that my friend Jess did, shout out Jess Scheider. Jess Scheider? Instagram. It's, it's Jess.Breathe. Yes. yes. And she's an amazing artist, and she did this painting that we had in this little lunch shop that we used to work at, Jenny's Lunch Line and it closed down and i got the painting after that and it's still in my room and it's my favorite piece of art oh. and it's on a piece of cardboard and she hates it and i think it's the most beautiful thing ever. she hates it mm-hmm. but it means so much to me so probably that
0: oh i love mm-hmm. that yeah that's a really good one yeah okay guys it is time for one of my favorite parts of the episode <laughs> the bops and flops <laughs> of the <laughs> week <laughs> And I'm excited because I actually have someone else's bops and Mm -hmm. flops to uh, hear and talk about (laughs) this week. So, Deb, would you like to start off with your bop of the past, uh, uh, or
1: of of recent, or of the past week? The bop is the good one. Yes. Yes. Um, My bop of the past week is, I just went on a ski trip with my family, my mom and sisters, up to McCall. And we spent the whole weekend just skiing, and we rented this little cabin with a hot tub Ooh, and drinking oh. wine, and it was snowing hot there. Hot tub? Yeah, it was so Ugh. fun. I and
0: live for a
1: hot tub. I got new skis, and that's very exciting. Yes. So thanks, Mom. Uh, <laughs> she <laughs> Thank bought them. Uh, so that was really cool, and now I can go rip it up on the slopes. Oh. Yeah, you love skiing. I love skiing. It's so fun. I yeah.
0: never have skied you but Devin's spires me you always
1: be my uh, what do they call it like a lodge bunny. a lodge bunny oh yeah you you basically stay in the lodge and drink all day that's me that's you my can vibe <laughs> and there's Wi-Fi. and then I'll come in yes. and be like hey babe Wife, exactly, so. exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, if I was dating yeah, someone that was, like, seriously obsessed with that yeah. stuff, well, first of all, I, I would try it. I would mm-hmm. try it. If they really wanted yeah. me to try, would like I would it. do it. But if I ended up just, like, not mm-hmm. vibing with it, I would yeah. I would be a lodge bunny. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's really fun. So that is my bop. That's your bop? I'm still on that. Okay. My bop, hmm, probably, I have two bops. My first bop is that I've been, like, slowly, slowly starting to see results from working out and being yes. more consistent with my working out and I I'm just so happy like mm-hmm. it hasn't been that hard I don't know I feel like sometimes it's so much harder to get into a routine and mm-hmm. like incorporate it in my life but recently yeah. I'm just I think it's just because I have so much time now yeah. that I'm like miss single so okay. I've just been enjoying it and like mm-hmm. I've been seeing some freaking results and I'm just Very feeling cool. good yeah. that's that's a bop Thank you, Queen. Um, My other bop is just basically that festival season. Twenty twenty is actually beginning for me in like mm, a week. Yeah, literally. Wait, hold up. A week from today? No,
1: definitely. Is it no? A
0: week from tomorrow? I will be at Okeechobee, and oh my god, like it's gonna be good. I can't believe it's already starting. I'm gonna get some warm sun. To Texas first, right? Yes, first to Austin. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I've got some travels coming Mm -hmm. up. I talked about that in like another episode I recorded, Mm -hmm. but that's my bops.
1: Do you have Mm -hmm. any other bops that you can think Uh, of? My other bop I just thought of is like a life bop, but I really feel like I'm over my heartbreak.
0: And yes, yeah. that's a huge yeah. job.
1: So, that is really my goal. I'm about drinking that to that, that, that right, right now. Um, just the other day, yesterday, I was like, "Whoa, I'm over it." Like, yeah, so, so I'm feeling really in, good. Second yeah. hour break, feeling good, it, it, ready it, to it, just it, like <laughs> be best solo self. Fuck yeah. I'm feeling really good energy too after
0: my breakup. Our kind of like things, yours was like a heartbreak ghosting scenario. Mine was like, I guess I did it. But they both happened at like pretty much the exact same time. So timing wise, I feel like I'm feeling your yeah. energy. I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's like it's time to move forward. Like yep. spring. Totally. Let's go. New phase of life. Yes. Come on, life. Come on. Come on, life. single.
1: <laughs> yeah, single queens. Oh wait, Queen.
0: I forgot about one more bop that we share. We have to talk about this. um Our favorite show, Love oh Is Blind, on an, Miss
1: Netflix. Also, when I was in McCall this weekend, my mom and I watched it again. Again. Like <laughs> she hadn't seen it. And right. I was like, I have to show you this. Yep. And she's obsessed so it's we are so addicting gonna, it's so good and I, the new episodes come out tomorrow yep the finale yep so i guess yeah. when you guys
0: hear this on monday it'll already mm. be like done True. but if you have for some reason mm-hmm. not watched love is blind on netflix i feel like everyone's been talking about it recently but please mm. like I, I mean i feel like it's just so uh, eye-opening and, and so beautiful
1: she's my favorite yep janina love her. janina's your fave yeah i love her
0: I think my favorite is Lauren and Cameron. They're just, so like, cute. together. Love
1: I really like Cameron. Scientist. I'm almost
0: like, is Cameron too good to be true? Like, is he I trying mean, to appear so sweet and perfect on Netflix? He's probably a
1: cancer. Yeah. He's just, like, he's so, so sweet. Like, sweet. Like, he cried
0: in, yeah. like, the first episode. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones that got yeah. engaged. Ugh. So cute. You guys, tell us what you think about Love Is Blind. Yeah. It is so. I watched this other show that's a little bit similar. It's called Married at First Sight, mm-hmm. but it's so different, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's just not as good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't
1: seen that. So um, yeah, Love, Love Is, is blind. blind. Tell us what you think about Jessica. Oh yeah. She's a little...
0: I don't feel great about her. That's <laughs> that's, that's all. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. I won't you know She's hate too much. One. I'm just but yeah. I don't maybe feel. Life girl. <laughs> I don't feel that confident about her. I don't either. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about our flops. Maybe I should sometimes do flops before bops. I don't know. I, oh. I just well, whatever. This is yeah. just how it is. Dev, do you have do you have a flop to share of recent times? Mm. Hmm. You don't have to have a flop. But I definitely have flops. <laughs> I'm just trying to think
1: of like what I want to say. Yeah, it's right. interesting because I'm on such a, like, trying to rebuild from my flops path right now. Yes. So it's, like, hard to even... You don't go, want to go back to go back, there. back to that yeah.
0: zone. It doesn't but, have to be super um, emo.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I'm <laughs> taking it too deep.
0: What is a freaking flop? Do you want to hear mine? Yes. Okay, maybe this will <laughs> inspire you. And if you don't have any, that's fine. Okay. My first flop is that I just need to I've talked about this I need to stop like waking up so late Mm -hmm. and just getting into a better habit of like fitting more into my days Mm -hmm. because imagine it if I was a morning person and I woke up at like eight or even nine yeah I could just do so much more than if I wake up at freaking like 11 right so I just feel like I need to get my shit together so that's definitely one of my like overall flops that I just feel like always I could improve upon Mm -hmm. I know that I could just have better time management too with Mm -hmm. like what I'm fitting into my days and then my other flop is that I was at the gym last week, and I was, like, doing a new workout move with my friend Fiona, and I fell flat on my face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it wasn't painful. Like, it was kind of like a light, a light fall. Okay. Like, <laughs> on the machine? Or what? I was, no, I was like... On, I was on a mat so I guess I only fell like halfway down mm-hmm. I didn't fall from standing up and I was doing like a little I was doing like this rolly thing with my hand mm-hmm. and I like went to roll out with my arms and then Pew, my face mm-hmm. <laughs> hit the ground I left a mark on the mat oh my from God. my makeup I was like oh no <laughs> this is embarrassing <laughs> why am I wearing makeup right now <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that was a flop. But you can think about yours
1: later. Okay. Maybe it'll, it'll come probably to you come later. To me. Yeah, it'll come Is to you. To we don't need oh, to you f- force. Know what? <laughs> you can't no force the, the flop. But that's probably a good sign if I can't think of one. That's a so. really good sign. Sometimes I only like a lot of. And life has not, not been like that recently. I'm not trying to say that yeah. I'm without
0: flops. Right. I've had some. It's just hard flops. to think of them. I feel the same way. Like I'll be sitting yeah. here every week. I'm like. I can only think of one mm. flop, or it's like the same I've already had. Okay, well, okay. I wanted to talk about how we, how met. we met. Actually, <laughs> I want
1: you to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I was just living my little life in Boise, <laughs> and my best friend Hannah texted me randomly and was like, Do you know Lindsay Hughes? She's moving to Boise. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> what is that? What? she? <laughs> Who oh, is she? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think it was an Instagram you posted of something of like you being here. Yeah, yeah. With your ex. <laughs> and uh, yeah. anyway, and then she was like, dude, you guys would really get along. And I lived in Boise at the time. Still do. And um, so I commented on one of your videos because mm-hmm. I started watching them after that. Aww. And I was like, hey, I live in Boise. I go to festivals. It was the cutest comment, you guys. Yeah, It was like, like here's it. my Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel
0: like like connecting when yeah. you move here or whatever, like, I go to festivals. I would love to, like, yeah. show you around or totally. something. And honestly, like, I just thought the comment was so cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, this girl seems really cool. Mm-hmm. And I did ask, like, on that video, I was like, if any of you guys, like, live in Boise yeah. or are
1: familiar, like, yeah. leave a comment down below because, like, I literally knew no yeah. one. So, so, yeah, I started watching your videos, and then you said that. And I yep. was like, oh, I should say something. Because also, you were dating someone that I kind of knew. Know. True. Yeah. Went to the same high so, school. Um yeah. And then she messaged me on Instagram. On, on Squirtle's Instagram. By accident, okay. Which I thought was like a, like... <laughs> Oh, I don't want to do it on my main. I don't know. Oh my <laughs> God, I can't believe I yeah. act, actually, like, accidentally did that. That's not the for a first while, time i too. What? I mean, like, we were talking all Right. For a while. What was I doing? And like... then you were like, oh my God, wait, I just realized I've been
0: messaging I'm on my, my dog scale. Like, yeah. Dev gets a message from Baby, baby Squirtle underscore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, hey girl. <laughs> That's so absurd. Yeah, it was funny. I, though. I've also done that before when, um, in the past, I thought mm-hmm. I wanted to change my Instagram username to just like Lindsay. Hughes and mm-hmm. I wanted to get the username, but now I'm over it. I'm like, I love living like love Lindsay. Lewis, yeah. yeah, I want to keep it, yeah. but I wanted to change mine. And of course, like I find the girl that mm. had it, and I message her from Squirtle's oh, account, yeah. being like, um, I'm Lindsay Hughes. Can I maybe like purchase She's like You're your dog? dog. <laughs> it was
1: like so. That's I'm like, so God damn it! Like this woman's not gonna take me fucking seriously. Okay, yeah. So I've, why have I done that multiple times? I mean, it happens because I used to have a Finsta. Right. And And sometimes you follow
0: the same, like yeah, or you'll just be on that
1: account and you won't know, and you'll be creeping on someone. Yeah. So we message for a bit, and then we grabbed a glass of wine yeah like right when i moved here yeah. literally the first week
0: i moved mm-hmm. here i was like i'm gonna go meet up with this girl yeah. dev from instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so fun it was we just so immediately fun. were like yep yeah we already had so much in common yeah. like we both had lived in california yeah. in the past gone to college there mm-hmm. and then like come come to boise yeah. i mean you were from here i wasn't yeah. but i feel like we just consistently hung out from
1: that point mm-hmm. on blessed and that was like two years ago yeah over two Maybe years ago more, yeah well it's we really right? this september that november crazy november but close
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep so that's our yeah. little how we met mm-hmm. um blessed because if i hadn't met dev like i don't even know yeah <laughs> like i don't want to think about it okay <laughs> yeah and we've um, done so much since then so it's yep. crazy so i wanted to next ask you about mm-hmm. you talked a little bit very briefly in the intro mm-hmm. about selling your stuff because you were living van life. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that you could share a little bit about what made you want to do van life, mm-hmm. sell your stuff, live more minimally mm-hmm. and like
1: I guess overall how you felt about that experience. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so for like a year and a half before I got my van, I'd been traveling. I lived in Hawaii and then I was in Europe and then we went to Canada. And I stayed in Canada (laughs) with some people that I met and uh, (laughs) traveled with them. And that was super fun. And then I was just doing all of that, but then still paying rent. And it just seemed so dumb to be paying rent when I was only home for like one week out of the month, every month. Um, So also vans are pretty like I was used to just because my dad has always had them. And he has a Volkswagen uh, bus. So that's always been kind of part of our lifestyle and stuff and he really wanted me to get a van so he was kind of the one that was like dude what are you doing why are you paying rent my yeah. dad's super cool by the way <laughs> um, and he's just like get a van move out of your house sell all your shit and I was like yeah this sounds great to me so I did that Yeah. and I lived in the van probably only for like four months this summer um, and then things kind of changed for me but it was super fun I definitely recommend it yeah my van. Penny, Lane. Penny Lane that's her name yes that's my TikTok. Name. <laughs> um, yeah I loved it and I think it's great to you know live outside of whatever is expected I guess what you're supposed to do and traveling is so fun and I always have loved like collecting stuff and having stuff but when I got rid of everything I was just like damn yeah
0: you know was it sad it was. Or it sad. Felt good. It was
1: very different. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. The
0: van was so cute. Well, I still have well, it. Well, she is still so She's cute. Does still sure. the same? Stuff <laughs> yeah.
1: On well, the inside? it's not decorated anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because you've moved yourself into like a room now. Yeah. So you yeah. so yeah. do have a bedroom now. It's very exciting. Yes, you have um, a bedroom. But
0: yeah. So that brings me into the question of like, do you think you? kind of have to choose between this life of like living the adventure Mm -hmm. and not having a typical home and not paying rent Mm -hmm. um or you know being like home home home-based paying Mm -hmm. rent having more of that like Mm -hmm. settled life do you feel like you kind of have to choose
1: between Um, those two sometimes it's like I want to say no but I kind of think that you do to an extent I mean it depends on who you are you know and where your privilege lies and what you're able to do but it's hard there's pros and cons like traveling is all fun but there's a lot of you know you meet people and then you have to move on and go somewhere else and you sacrifice a lot to be on the move all the time that's a good point Um, what were like the biggest things that were just like not what you were
0: expecting
1: or difficult when you did it I mean it's just little things you don't think about like getting dressed and being able to like see your outfit in the mirror <laughs> you know yes. and Good just point. stuff like that that you're like oh shit even with travel outside of the van you know all those little things like oh my clothes are dirty and I'm in France so I can't just find somewhere yeah. to do it I don't know um so yeah there are pros and cons and I do think I don't know if you have to choose but and it's think, hard to I don't like think do can both. Really
0: do both at the same time. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like you could still have your home mm-hmm. home base, your place, mm-hmm. be comfortable, and then you could go yeah. and obviously have adventures. Yeah. You can travel, but I guess it's not mm-hmm. the same as like if you fully wanted to like not pay rent, right. just fully live like yeah. either you know traveling or yeah. in hostels or in yeah. van life or whatever it is. Yeah, um, which is something that I've definitely thought about in the past, but I've never been like I can actually fully mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, the <laughs> most I ever did was like had my stuff in storage and I was like living in Airbnbs yeah. but I was still paying like <laughs> tons I was still paying tons yeah. of absurd money yeah. but um, I don't know it's so interesting it's like when you think about that when I think about like all the money that I literally not like throw away like mm. you paid to live somewhere yeah. right but like just so much money on rent I'm like yeah. what am I doing Yeah. but
1: I don't yeah, know yeah pros and cons it's one of those ways. things but I could definitely I mean I'm taking a travel break for sure right now um, Cause yeah, I was doing the whole travel thing for a couple of years. Right, and you were gone a while. Yeah, it can be exhausting. But I feel really lucky having Boise as like a base, right, to come back to. So and your family's here. Yeah, family's yeah, here most your you family's can always here. like stay with them and right. Yeah,
0: yep. It's yeah. definitely nice to have a place that's like huh, you can come mm-hmm. back and just like breathe and yeah. recenter and all that good stuff. Yeah, but okay. I would
1: recommend Fanlight yeah at <laughs> least like if you're feeling called yeah, to it maybe to like, just like trying it or well what's cool about a van is so you can still have the van if you live somewhere you know right so you that's a good point you go. don't have to like always
0: live, live it. in it yeah. you can always go stay somewhere for the mm-hmm. night if you're like i just want to freaking yeah. like Real bed and shower and all Mm -hmm. that stuff okay next i wanted to talk about your career slash Mm. your passion (laughs) um well i know you have many but (laughs) you are a full-time photographer Mm -hmm. and i was hoping you could chat about that Mm -hmm. a little bit and just share like tips and how to pursue your art or your passion Mm -hmm. full-time if people are like how do i fucking think about doing that yeah
1: well, I have always been, like, super drawn towards creative stuff. Um, I really wanted to be an actress as a kid, which is crazy to oh, think about yeah. now. Did you do, like, acting classes? I did. Yeah. I was on a TV show. Oh, you yes! were? Yeah, really? yeah, it was called uh, Bits and Pieces. I okay. And it was <laughs> I need show. to watch this immediately. I don't know if you'll be able to find it. It was, like, a Boise-based show. Oh, okay. And it was where a genie came into a classroom every day, and you rubbed the genie, and it would take you to where we were learning about. So they'd be like, today we're learning about the ocean. And we had rubbed the genie, and we went scuba diving. But we actually <laughs> went scuba diving. And it was a ton of kids. When did so you go you, like, scuba diving in Boise? They just have, like, a place on sea tree, like a center. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's was kind of cool. I don't know if you can find it. But it's called Bits and Pieces. Okay. Um, so I feel like I was really searching for my creative, like, outlet for so long. And trying a ton of different stuff and um it was really when I was living in Santa Barbara that I was like taking photos on my phone all the time and somebody said to me I think it was my roommate just said like why don't you get a camera you should be a photographer you're basically already doing it and I got a camera in 2017 and it just like <laughs> started. and you started and a lot of people in Boise thought that it was like an underground project that I was like working on for a while, but I was like, no, I just got, I don't know. What do you mean underground? Like that I had been working as a photographer, but not posting Oh, so that I could get better at it or something. All right. I don't know. It was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway. So yeah, I started and then I really realized that like photographing people, is definitely my biggest passion yes. and I feel like I have to thank a lot of the Boise connections for it turning into a full-time job and yeah. people trust
0: you and mm-hmm. they like can see your mm-hmm. work on your Instagram yeah. you guys have to go follow Deb if you don't miss Dev Seif on Instagram <laughs> I'll have it linked in the show notes cool. I'll have all of her links yeah. her website and Thanks. her Instagram linked in the show mm-hmm. notes. Um, but, yeah, how did you, how did you do, like, go from other jobs to being, mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to, or I want to, like, yeah. actually just do this full time.
1: How mm-hmm. am I going to make this happen? I think it, a lot of it was a mindset of switching to, like, realize that I deserved to, like, charge what I charge, yes. which is so hard. Because, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, It's interesting with photography and any creative outlet, I feel like, because you love it. So, at your heart, you're like, oh, I would do this for free because you love doing yeah. it. But, you know, you just realize that's an energy exchange and it's, you're worthy of it having it because yes. you're putting work in for someone. Yes. That's and all the time. time, like yes, I know how much time. time and you'll,
0: even yes. when you're shooting, like you'll literally like lie yeah. on the ground yeah. and like strain your back <laughs> yeah. to get a shot. Like you're like yeah. fucking like going yeah. wherever to like get this shot and yeah. especially all the time like mm-hmm. editing and everything it's like no that mm. that should not be yeah, free yeah, i mean sure. n- not not all the time
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> Lindsay came with me to this shoot two weeks ago it was so fun and we went out to the sand dunes and yep. photographed some amazing ladies yes and it was so beautiful it was so fun the, so the orange really got chair to see me in action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're doing a yeah. shoot for the podcast yeah we yeah. are which yeah. i feel so that will be super fun found. yeah Um, And the other thing with photography, I would say, if you're interested, is just, like, I mean, I didn't go to school for photography, so I guess I can't attest to that, but I taught myself, and you can teach yourself. That goes into a lot of things. in Right. Education is great, too, but. Yeah, I mean,
0: I feel like you can teach yourself a ton of different things, especially now with, like, YouTube Mm -hmm. and
1: Skillshare and all that kind of jazz, too.
0: Like, there's so many outlets. Mm. You don't have to have, like, all this money to put into getting, like, a degree for this. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to and you have those means, Mm -hmm. then you should do that Mm -hmm. if you feel so inclined. But don't feel like that's the only Mm -hmm. way to, like, get into something, especially something creative or artistic um or even like youtube like you don't need mm-hmm. any education to totally. learn how to like do youtube or even podcasting mm-hmm. like you just have to like get the equipment and just figure it out as mm-hmm. you go along that's like the biggest
1: thing mm-hmm. so yeah find what you like to photograph and you got to learn to market yourself which sucks kind yeah, of but like figuring yeah, all that out and i'm still learning that a lot how to be like reaching out to clients and stuff yeah waiting for that them. shit is hard yeah I don't know you're just kind of like what do I how do I find this part what do I do it's so fun like it just makes me so happy yeah oh I love that I
0: love hearing people talk about their passions and I like how your passion has become your full-time thing and also I feel like it's so important if you guys are in any type of like creative job to like Dev said make sure you are like accepting you know, you need to have these like rates that are mm-hmm. for you and don't feel bad about yeah. them. Like make sure you have your rates that and you can update them mm-hmm. often, like with what you think are fair. Yeah. Um, and don't let people be like, Oh my god, yeah. that's not I'm not paying that. Yeah. Then it's like they're not paying yeah. that, whatever. But you don't have to accept less for yourself. Yeah. I mean Don't shoot for free.
1: Yeah, don't shoot for free. I mean, and I did shoot for free, actually, I will say, like, for the first year or so. Yeah. Because it just made sense, like, exposure-wise and stuff. But I've gotten to a point, don't shoot for free.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe at the beginning while you're figuring things out,
1: but not for, yeah. Because you can collaborate with people. And sometimes, okay, you know, if, like, Barack Obama was like, hey, will you photograph me? For But he would, but he would come but, to you with yes. like a, a he contract would never do that, or whatever, yeah. and
0: he'd be like, so, I'm gonna pay you so, yeah. uh, this much money, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, yeah. Barack. You
1: are worthy <laughs> of. Yes. <laughs> Wait, we need to have a photo shoot of brock and Michelle. <laughs> but I would literally die. I love Barack oh Obama. Oh my god. More. Okay, guys. So
0: now we wanted to get into some fun, mm-hmm. some fun stuff. We wanted to talk about crushes and dating and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to have Dev on because Dev is bi, mm-hmm. and she's open about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you're pretty much open with like everyone about For that, sure, right? Yes. Yeah. So we kind of wanted to discuss sexuality, and we wanted to also answer a lot of you guys's awesome questions and situations Mm -hmm. that you submitted just relating to sexuality dating crushes all that kind of stuff in general so um i first dev wanted to ask you can you share your experience and like story (laughs) (laughs) i'm putting it in quotes like i guess just your experience like growing up Mm -hmm. coming out and how that has impacted your life especially like living in idaho which is a conservative red Mm -hmm. state
1: Um, well, it's interesting for me. Like, I never thought about it growing up because I'm bi, so I'm still attracted to men. I'm still attracted to men. Yeah. So there were instances, like in high school, where I always was like, "Is something wrong with me?" So I always would think about it that way. Um, but I never thought about my sexuality, I guess. Okay. And then when I moved to college, or moved to Santa Barbara for college. I started watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> which I feel like a lot of gays can relate to that that they watch one the first episode because they're fucking in the shower yes 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 and, the uh, first like, scene a lot of girls I think were like oh my god <laughs> and that was kind of mine too that I just was like whoa yeah it just like made sense I guess in my brain but I was 18 which is pretty old me and my roommate who she's now been in a relationship with a girl for like three years um We were both kind of like, "What are we doing? What's going on?" I don't know. Chasing me out, but we were both like into men, and so it almost like wasn't that pressing of a deal. It felt like, but I would look at myself in the mirror sometimes and be like, "You're gay," and I would try to say that like out loud, you know. Oh, you are. And uh, yeah, it just Just make it feel like more like like real. Yeah. And then, basically, it was like when I came back to Boise that I started talking to people that related to what I would always say, which was I just don't think I could go the rest of my life without ever dating a girl, like trying it. Yeah. And then I realized that that was probably like a sign <laughs> rather than just like a whatever thing. Um, so, yeah, then I just had one night where I slept with a woman for the first time. Oh. Super random. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> and uh, it was so fun, and I just felt like, so like, what everyone like feels when they, you know what I mean? Happen, yeah. yeah I just feels so like this good. is me, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. And um, then it took me like two and a half years to even try to come out to my mom, who didn't really listen. We went on a hike, and I told her I think I'm not straight, and she thought that I was just being like influenced by some of the people around me because I thought it was cool. Experiment. Like it's a phase, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it was like probably seven months after that that I was like, "Mom, I need, I need to like fully come out to you." And she took me seriously, and it's been good. But really, like my dad is so cool. Like I was telling him about someone I had met one time, and I was like, "Blah blah blah," and her name is, and he was like, "Okay, cool. So what does she do?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> doesn't care. My sister's. You know, could not care less. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I do have a conservative side to my family. My mom has nine siblings. They're all Catholic. And I came out on National Coming Out Day in 2019 oh, on shit. Facebook. Yes. Just because there's so many of them. And I just couldn't even, what am I going to do? Call <laughs> yep, 35 <no>. people in. <laughs> Call um, them up. But there had been rumors, I guess, in my family for a while. Okay. Because I am open about it now. And I had always been wanting to get to a place of being open because when I was, like, nine years old, I was such an advocate for the community and always was, like, that girl, that straight girl that was the ally. Okay. When you were nine? Yeah. I live for and that. I just always so was pushing, cute. like, social activism and justice and stuff when I was so young. So finally got to a place where I'm, like, giving that to myself and I'm not scared anymore to, like, talk about it. And be open about it because yeah. there's nothing, there's no stigma to be scared of, right? And Life's it feels too good, short. yeah. So, and Life I got so much short. great feedback from my conservative family.
0: Oh, really? When I, that, like, I didn't all know about the comments.
1: that. It was so cool. Okay. Yeah. They What did they say? They just were like, "Love is love. We love you. Oh. God created you for your." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. That's so, really sweet. Yeah, I'm I've thought. been lucky in my experience that I haven't necessarily like lost anyone or whatever and I know it's not that way for everyone right
0: yeah well thank you so much for sharing that I really appreciate that yeah so next thing I was curious about was if you could tell people listening or just people in general Mm. like one thing um or it doesn't even have to be one thing but like the biggest thing you can think of about the bisexual experience that they might have like the wrong idea about or that they might not know about it like
1: what would it be Um, I just think that a lot of it is, like, if somebody says they're bi, then you should believe that they're bi. So it's not shocking if they are dating a man or a woman or someone else. And also that uh, I kind of... I didn't identify with the word bi for a long time because I know I'm attracted to anyone, like, gender-wise, even if they're non-binary. Okay. So I was like, I don't want to say bi because I don't want to exclude... You know, anyone that doesn't identify with male or female. Um, But then I realized for me, I do like that term. And for me, what it means is I'm attracted to my gender and any gender that's not mine. Okay. So that can include, you know, however anyone else identifies. Um, So yeah, I think a lot of there's a weird stigma around, like, especially women in my experience that are bi and then are dating a man so people think they're straight now. But they're not. Right. They're still bi. <laughs> it's like, oh you well know? now
0: she's on to men. Yeah. Must have just been a face. Like, no, that's a good But being it's like, <laughs> it's like no yeah. you're it's into just, both. We just like you just see people, you just want to date mm-hmm. people in yeah. general. Yeah. Um so. what would the word be for like how you were saying you weren't sure if you should say like that you were bi because you don't want to exclude Pansexual. Pansexual. Yeah. Okay, got it. Because pansexual
1: just means I don't know the exact definition, but it just Attacks means you're attracted everyone. to yeah. Regardless of anything, regardless of gender, okay, and that's a great word, and more people should know that word too, right? Because I'm
0: always like, I know the word, yeah, but I'm also like, it. yeah, I'm glad that you
1: broke it, broke it yeah. down for. But us. I have really come to actually love, like the term vibe, Five, so yeah. that yeah. fits for me
0: yeah <laughs> and the flag is the cutest
1: you know <laughs> it's like the most pastel yeah. color yeah it's cute and i like it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a dumb thing for me to fucking say no, but it is though. it's the
1: cutest fucking yeah, flag it really
0: is <laughs> of all of them yeah <laughs> as far as dating guys and girls mm-hmm. do you think you could share a little bit of like how long you've dated guys mm-hmm. how long you've dated girls i guess you shared this a little bit already how long you've dated guys, mm-hmm. dated girls, and, like, what are the biggest differences in the mm-hmm. experiences?
1: Um, yeah. So, I definitely dated guys all through junior high, high school, and
0: college. Did you ever want or have thoughts about, like, pursuing a girl at all at that time or no?
1: Definitely in college, in for college. Sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but not yeah. until college. I think I probably, like, the more buy I get or, like, the more, <laughs> like, comfortable with my sexuality and around the community, the more I look back on things when I was young where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> how did I not, you know... Didn't connect two and off. two together, yeah. but we're also not, you know, socially taught to be able to, like, explore that and stuff, so... Um, Especially Idaho. Yeah. I mean, boys really like, like, God, stuff as a kid where right? I just was so... Infatuated by, like, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> like, all this other stuff. And now I'm able to look back and be like, yeah, canvas or crushes, you know. Um, first crush. Yeah, Ariel. For sure. she <laughs> was
0: your first crush. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I've had great experiences dating men, for sure. I was in a on-and-off uh, situation with someone, a guy that I met when I was 12, and that's a whole thing and (laughs) it's stuff but then yeah I definitely fell in love with a woman last year and that really you know cemented things for me and as for differences it's like I feel like for me naturally I gravitate towards female energy because it's just so much more like uh, comforting for me yeah and it just feels for me more like positive and uh so you, you know? guys just get each other I just already love feminine like, energy yeah, and yeah. really drawn to that yeah. in all aspects of life so yeah men are great and I totally go back and forth sometimes um sometimes I'll be like damn Barack Obama Good. Barack Obama you yeah. can fucking um, get it if my Michelle- type is Barack Obama George Clooney and Harry Styles for sure oh my god live for that wait mm-hmm. they're all so different yeah but they all have that similar thing I yeah think. yeah yeah they like, like they appeal all, they're to they're in all. touch with their feminine <laughs> side okay true yeah and then my female types are like Aubrey Plaza Florence Pugh I'm new to yes, yes. And, my girl crush um, that's my
0: girl crush guys
1: if you guys watch The L Word then you would know Gigi
0: so, <laughs> if you know, you know.
1: <laughs> if you know
0: yeah. Gigi, you know. I yeah. literally watched two episodes, so I'm like, "Who's Gigi?" You know, but I know it. that I will know. What's well, the new version? Yeah.
1: The new L word. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. so you have a lot to like, pick up on. Like, when did the new one start? Like six months ago. Oh, yeah. um oh. mm-hmm. it's the modern take. Oh, yeah. We should watch it. It's what can Showtime. I watch that on? On Showtime. Showtime? Okay. Okay. Mm. All okay. right. Yeah. You can use my Showtime honestly. Hell yeah! Want to spread the game. <laughs> Also, Allie Krieger and Ashlyn Harris from the U.S. Women's National Soccer Oh, yeah, soccer you are showing team. me them. They're hot. I'm obsessed.
0: Live for and you like Tosh Sultana and her yes. wife, right? Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Which one for your type, Tosh? Her fiancé. Her fiancé? Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. Actually, um... <laughs> Both of Both. them together <laughs> yeah. is Deb's
0: type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Do you think that you thrive more in casual dating experiences or in like full out relationships? Casual dating. Casual,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Like, like at the, least, like right now, or just in general. In general, yeah. I think I've always been that way. Yup. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I get freaked out and bogged down by the
0: relationship. idea of like commitment.
1: Yeah. I feel like yeah. I don't know how to answer this question. I feel you? like I thrive
0: the most when I'm when I'm single. Yeah, but I don't. Um, well, no, I definitely thrive the most when I'm single. Yeah. I just feel like that energy. I just I just love the energy of, like, connecting with someone and not having to worry about, like, just anything else. It's, mm-hmm. like, just this moment, just this person, mm-hmm. like, we're good. And then if something, like, comes of it and I mm-hmm. feel like maybe I want to pursue something with them, mm-hmm. it's, like, okay. But I actually feel like I thrive the least in the in-between, which is, like, in between okay. single and down. just doing your thing and then, like, being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, the casual dating when you're, like, texting yeah, someone. Yeah. And, I mean, it is still, like that those situations are still really fun mm-hmm. but I feel I hate when just like I don't know where yeah. someone stands and we're like texting and I, I'm like getting into them like because I fall so fast mm-hmm. so I just hate not knowing like mm-hmm. what if this could all just fucking explode yeah. I don't yeah.
1: know well I've never <laughs> known single you but I do now yeah, now you know so, like, you know, like a little bit stating. now you know a little
0: um, yeah that's a good point yeah you met me when I was and you've only in inter- a relationship, relationship. Yeah. yeah I guess
1: so. <laughs> yeah i like being single
0: it's nice it's also really fun to be single with your friends at the totally. same time yeah. like especially at like a festival yeah. or just like going somewhere where you guys can yeah. just go out which and just we're going to electric forest yes i love Maybe that somewhere. you're announcing it yeah this, this means that it's officially happening <laughs> yeah <laughs> so if Don't any of you guys are going to be there this year come mm-hmm. find me and dev i'll probably have another meetup as i do mm-hmm. so a little shout out to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Squirtle has joined us. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend. And we refilled our wine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to be editing this and I'm going to be listening. Like, my voice has changed as I've gotten, like, progressively more tipsy off. When does it come out? Miss Wine um on monday oh cool Mm -hmm. yeah so Um, i gotta edit it tomorrow mm -hmm. and the next day so now Mm -hmm. i really wanted to talk about one of my favorite things to discuss in Mm -hmm. life ever crushes (laughs) amazing (laughs) i love talking about crushes sometimes i feel silly using the word crush but then i because it's like you think of it as like a childlike thing yeah but i'm also like wait what are you supposed to call someone though when you are Interested in them, even though when you're an adult, but you guys don't have you know it's like a, a thing. It's a crush, crush right? Great. Or like I guess a love interest, but come on, no, crush, crush is such a better word. Yeah. So um, I was wondering, Dev, if mm. you could share the story of your biggest crush ever. that you've ever had and how it played out.
1: Well, <laughs> it's unfortunately not a great story. Oh, no, I had a really big crush, probably one of the biggest crushes of my life um, last year and i got my heart broken (laughs) so it was a big flop maybe that's my flop (laughs) that's your that's (laughs) literally your flop flop. but i also said my bop is that i'm over it which i am yeah so yeah i got my heart definitely like shattered in september of 2019 by my big crush that i had on someone how Um, long was it a crush Before it was more than a crush. Crush for maybe, like, two or three months. Okay. And uh, I never saw them, so it was, like... And they don't have social media. Right. So I never got to, like, do all those obsessive crush things. But it was just when I saw her, like, around and stuff, and I just was like, shit. (laughs) Why are Um, the people
0: that don't have social media the most intriguing? Or the people that, like, don't have Snapchat or... Yeah. I mean, actually, I think it's a little bit weird when, not weird, but when someone doesn't have an Instagram, I'm just like,
1: why? Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> like, that's the one thing yeah. I want everyone, not everyone, but have something? I want to be able to yeah. creep a little a LinkedIn. bit. Jeez. Yeah,
1: something. <laughs> yeah. So I had a big crush and then, you know, we had our situation Yeah. and it was great when it was great. So that's when it turned into me being in love oh, with okay. her and then heartbreak and... All of that. So that was probably my biggest crush I've ever had other than my forever standing crush on George Clooney because that's always there, but it's a little different.
0: I personally know what happened at the end Mm -hmm. and I was wondering if you would talk a little bit about the situation because i know that it has to do with ghosting which Mm -hmm. if you guys have listened to the podcast so far you know that that's one of my biggest frustrations with people
1: in general Mm -hmm. so yeah so i was in a situation um with this person that i was in love with for i don't know like a year something like that but especially towards this last half of it it was like pretty dang serious and uh we got in a fight one night in September. This is why I got my heart broken. And um, things let up, whatever, and she ghosted me. We have talked one time briefly since. Not even talk, just like a text, whatever, back Was and sent, forth. But yeah. n- nothing about us. Just yeah. like, hey, can you drop my stuff off type of stuff. Um, and, yeah, she's disappeared from my life and won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And is ghosting me. And it's been really hard. And I have never been through that before. It was like five months ago now. And um, it's been really hard. And I think that like, it's interesting with ghosting because I think that when people do that, they think that they're doing what's best and you know? thinking like, oh, you know, it's better if I just cut them off and let them go. Or like, I don't have to tell them yeah. the hard stuff. Yes.
0: But also, what kind of a mindset is that? Because I mean, if you've been ghosted, you yeah. know how it feels. And yeah. I know that even if it's uncomfortable to send, like, mm-hmm. one big message or have one big totally. conversation, I mean, I think you should do it in person, yeah, or at no, least I over agree. the phone. If you're, I think you should at least, at the bare minimum, give this person yeah. one sentence of yep. an explanation rather than ghosting. Yeah. But it's just like... If you've felt that before, it's like, how hard is it to just get one sentence, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's awkward, even if it's literally saying, like, I don't want to do Mm -hmm. this with you anymore. That's so much easier. Or giving one reason why it can't go further. What's so hard about that as compared to just, like, fully leaving this person? Do you think maybe sometimes people, like just block and then that's like the ghosting or sometimes they're getting all these messages and they're just still choosing to ignore every single one case by case I guess, yeah. yeah
1: but she really yeah freaking ghosted from my life somebody that was like there consistently for so and, long and then like you know weeks later my dad um had a serious heart attack he's yeah. okay now but she didn't reach out and to me that was the biggest like
0: right. her ghosting
1: me I'm like you know Typical. It, it seemed like she would do that, I guess. So it wasn't even surprising. And then with my dad, because she knew him. She met him, him. It's, I was like, you can't even just reach out and say, I hope your dad's okay. Say one sentence. Yeah, yeah literally. Bare, and I've gotten minimal. nothing. And I've just been left with all these questions on my side. Exactly. About everything. You and start I have, spinning I, out. I get no answers. Yeah. But I just have realized, literally, in the past, like, week or so um i just deserve we all deserve more than that yeah so, at least someone that
0: gives you yeah. a sentence yeah. response that's <laughs> even if she's so like i just
1: don't like i i fell out of love with you or whatever
0: yeah even but, how like harsh it yeah, could be i, I don't, don't still better
1: than like yeah. oh
0: well that's the yeah. reason like but at least thank you for giving it. me something
1: Damn. yeah so no ghosting in 2020 and beyond please don't yeah please don't mm. please at
0: least bare minimum if you even want to go someone yeah. so bad you never want to talk to them Say again. Something. Send them one little paragraph or two yeah. sentences message, bare freaking minimum. Mm-hmm. This is why I can't continue yeah. this with you. And then if you have to block, yeah. block. Do but it. you know, I mean, do all whatever that is you need justifiable to do after. As long as you send yeah. something. Or maybe yeah. you know, you send an email. Maybe you leave them a voicemail. Write <laughs> a letter. Maybe, yeah. Oh, a letter is good. A letter sometimes can be all you need. Um, and yeah, I completely. I really feel that, guys. Like, mm-hmm. I want, I really want ghosting to stop. be stopped. Mm-hmm. Let's give ghosting stop the stop ghosting sign 2020. in 2020. <laughs> yeah. No matter what age you are, yeah. no matter if you're a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. let's
1: stop the ghost. Because you really okay. got to think about it just from, like, a human perspective. Like, in a relationship, it's not just you. It's somebody else with their full-fledged feelings, which is why I was saying I can kind of understand why ghosting people think that they're doing what's right. Yep. But... Don't disappear. That's everyone's worst fear deep down is that people disappear. So have you thought about showing up at her house?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just thought of this. Um I dropped her stuff off. Okay. How um, long ago? Like after, like a week after. Oh, okay. so I knew it was when she wouldn't be there. Got it. And I don't know. I feel like for me, because I reached out, you know, maybe five times being like, I want to talk before I leave to LA. I want to sit down and talk. Never got anything. One time, whatever. She texted me back and said, like, I might have some time Tomorrow, Whatever. What? Some bullshit. Whatever. Um, but I feel like I've gotten to a point where it's like, she has to show something. Because what yeah, am I going to do? Point. Keep pushing it. And that's be a like, really good point. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And like, it's something. Make point. her, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Do it. I would love, you know, I would be super open to if she was like, hey, I want to talk. But what are you gonna do that's yeah. a good point so like yeah. if
0: you're the one that gets that gets ghosted mm-hmm. in a situation how many times should you reach out before you're like no fuck this they don't mm-hmm. i'm not getting anything back they're not gonna give me yeah. anything back
1: five i mean for me felt pretty like <laughs> sad and good yeah where you know it was a couple of texts and then had a couple phone calls i think it depends um, on the severity of the situation yeah like how long it's been yeah.
0: that you've been involved with this person because most of yeah. my ghosting experiences were i think i took them more seriously than maybe i should have because mm-hmm. maybe we had only talked for like a month or two. Yeah. but i still like was invested yeah. you know and that's totally. still fucking frustrating um i don't think i've gotten ghosted by someone that i've been in love with yeah and which she is knew like what the in love fuck how can you even yeah. fucking do that <laughs> yeah she's very well oh my so. god kind of crazy Guys, but, shit pisses me off. Yeah. It really does. I could... We're going to have a whole actually yeah. episode about ghosting. It was interesting ghosting.
1: because you and I did that photo shoot for Fluff, mm-hmm. this airing company. In October, and um, I think. during that photo shoot, we were talking about ghosting. I don't know if you remember that. I think so. And I was like, I've never been ghosted. Like, I can't relate to that. <gasps> and it was like a week later, maybe, that what? this happened. So it was kind of crazy. You had
0: never been ghosted before no. that? No no even with someone that you talked to for like tech we're texting with for like two weeks yeah. and they just stop
1: responding no never yeah <laughs> oh or nothing God. that comes to mind really? about like yeah no i've
0: been ghosted like five times at yeah, least I, but it's I, always and i said that i
1: was like i've never been ghosted, and then
0: shit. I ghosted by someone i was in love with so. it's actually what it's like the worst thing yeah. ever
1: and i can't even imagine being ghosted by it. someone
0: that i'm fucking in love yeah. with like I would spin the fuck out. Should we move on to a happier topic? We should. Yeah. (laughs) Getting emo over Uh here. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now I wanted to open it up to um, some questions that we got. Because we got a lot, not only relating to crushes, um, also some relating to being bi Mm -hmm. and some relating to just love and dating in general. Mm -hmm. Somebody on Instagram says, I have the biggest crush right now and it is so hard for me to figure out if he likes me back i am terrified to express my feelings for him in fear of it being awkward afterwards if he doesn't like me back i also have the most difficult time talking to him because he makes me so nervous oh mm. <laughs> it's really a hot mess help what do i do the crush oh, sure. spell yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i do feel like if someone likes you back you'll probably know that they like you back or feel or you it you'd yeah. feel it deep down yeah yeah um so something but then either way or get them drunk and see what happens Yeah, <laughs> is yes. that horrible advice no. <laughs> that is great advice drink a <laughs> bottle of wine together yeah i feel it. like that's um, it, obviously
0: if you if you drink like i feel like yeah. that's a i know this isn't great advice but that's kind of a way you can see if things are gonna lead to
1: be flirty
0: yeah. or not yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> But then also, you just got to do it, man. Yep. Life because it's way too short to just squirtle of agree is, Um <laughs> to not. Because what are you going to do? Be like, oh, I had a crush and I didn't tell them that's it? No. You might as well have a crush, tell them, and either way, you told them, and that's great for you. I'm trying to think, have I
0: had good experiences when i have told people that I like that I like them? It depends. I, mm-hmm. I typically wouldn't say something unless they had given me a clear sign that they were interested. Right. So they had made a move or they had um, said a comment that made me be like, okay, they mm-hmm. might like me as more than a friend. But I, I did have this one situation Um, that I'm thinking of that I had the hugest crush on my next door neighbor Uh um, of my downtown LA apartment. Guys, (laughs) I'm just going to spill the tea right now. (laughs) This man was so fucking hot. He was also a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. He was a Virgo. He was 31. So at this time, he was like, when I lived there, he was like 10 years older than me. So he was just this like man. He was single. He had a really successful job. His fashion sense was incredible. Okay. Anyway, whatever. So basically me and him were neighbors. So we went out a couple times in like a little bit of a group scenario, one or two times, just me and him went out for drinks, but we, nothing physical would happen, but then one night, we were all pretty drunk, and um, basically something happened that I want, don't want to go into too many details, but it was definitely an an intimate experience Mm -hmm. and then he just gave me all these weird fucking signs like Mm. listen to this shit one time me and him were in the elevator just us together and um the elevator didn't get like stuck but it like paused for a few Mm. minutes or something and he was on the phone with someone and he said into the phone i'm trapped in an elevator with my hot neighbor right now he said that (laughs) and i'm like wait Okay, so he is attracted. What the, what the fuck do I do? And like I said, we had like been out at night together, yeah. whatever, whatever. Like he had been to my place, I'd been to his place, but nothing like really that crazy had happened. Mm-hmm. And then one time, he asked me to go to a comedy show with him. He mm-hmm. was like, "I have an extra ticket. Like, do you want to come with me?" He drove me there. We went to the show together. We got drinks. We went home. And I was like, was that a date? I don't fucking know. Like, I'm so fucking confused. So this is what I did, you guys. Uh, maybe a, a couple weeks after that had happened, I was like, I need I need answers from this man. Mm-hmm. So I was like, come over. <laughs> he <laughs> came over. He came over. I don't remember what I fucking said. I hope I wasn't, like, too forward. He came over, and I said something along the lines of, like... I, I, you know, like, I just am wondering, like, what, like, what's going on? Like, I'm kind of into you, something like that. Like, we went, you know, like, we went to a show together. We've been out together a few times, blah, blah, blah. He would text me when I was out of town. He would text me just, like, things when I was fucking out of town. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. What does this <laughs> man fucking want? <laughs> so he ended up telling me, he was like, Lindsay, you don't want to date me. Oh I'm so, like, busy. I can't, like... I can't commit in the way I want to. I honestly think this guy had, like, women issues, commitment issues, because why would he not have been taken if he was hot as fuck, successful, sweet, nice? Like, why wouldn't he have been taken already by a girl? Mm -hmm. So I think he just had some weird, like, commitment issues. But that's a time when I told my crush I liked him, and he was... He didn't necessarily reject me, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't awkward after that between us but it was just kind of like different it was like okay well now i know and it was a little bit at least you did it yeah i did it and i'm happy that i did it because then i didn't have this like thought all the time for like months and months and months of does my neighbor right
1: Want me? <laughs> Should I ask for sugar? <laughs>
0: oh my god! Literally, that's what I would think of all the time. I would like be like, I'm gonna show up to his front door in a robe, like a silk robe. Sometimes I would show up there, but not for yeah. stuff like that. That's I try- so I tried to hold myself back. Yeah. But How Why I'm did wondering. he give me such confusing energy? Yeah.
1: Sorry guys, I had uh... to tell that story. So
0: as for what do you do? I think we'll leave it at like you. You need if. You probably should say something if you've gotten mm-hmm. any remote signs, right? Yeah, and
1: if you really like them, I mean, it's always worth saying it, I think. Yeah. Because what are you going to do, not say it? Do you think
0: that if the person doesn't feel the same way, like, you could repair the relationship after, or would it just be awkward and different?
1: I think it depends. Like, yeah. I actually was on a road trip, um, and I, like, did a question thing on my Instagram. Like, people asked me questions, and somebody said they were in love with their best friend what should they do? And I said that they should tell them, but if they're your best friend, I feel like you should be able to move past that if they don't feel the same. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yeah. like it might I, be
0: different for a while, but yeah.
1: you should be able to move past it. Yeah. I and
0: think. you got, yeah, I don't know. If you're a mature enough person, you could probably like... Work through it. Yeah, figure that out, I think.
1: But I think I I still stand by that you should tell them. I agree. Rather than not. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. I think you got to take a risk if you yeah. want something to come from Mm. it at all um because having crushes is really fun but then Mm -hmm. there's this part of it that's also like drives you crazy (laughs) (laughs) you're like how the fuck does this other person feel yeah guys there's no order to these questions because i was kind of trying to like section them off into our different topics but there's really there's really no point so we're just gonna read stuff that we've gotten so the next one which i want dev's opinion on this Mm -hmm. so this girl says I'm bi and I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years now. I've never dated a girl and sometimes I wonder if I'll live my whole life without having experienced that and if I'm missing out on anything. But then I feel bad for even thinking that way because it's unfair to my boyfriend.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I was saying, we were talking earlier, um, because I used to always be like, oh my god, I just know I could never live my whole life without dating a girl. And I didn't realize that that meant I was bi at the time. (laughs) But now I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess most non-bi people don't think that way. You have a boyfriend, though. I mean, I always gear towards if you're able to talk about, you know, like opening your relationship or uh, making anything, you know, able for both of you to be able to explore that. Um, I know that's not for everyone, so... Yeah, I would wonder how much your boyfriend knows about... Yeah. I mean, I'm
0: sure he knows that you're bi because it well, seems like... I don't know.
1: So I like. guess maybe not. Yeah.
0: But because um, she
1: said she's scared of having those... Or feeling bad for having those thoughts. So I'd be really curious to know if you could talk to your boyfriend about that. Because hmm. in my view, in like a loving relationship, especially if you've been together for two years you know you would be able to express that side of yourself
0: i agree that i feel like he should probably know this about you he should probably hopefully be pretty Mm. accepting of this and maybe there's a way like now or if not now maybe into the future that there could be some Mm. way for you to explore your bisexuality more in this relationship um maybe it could just be something
1: that you guys talk about which you know you could explore it together it's not that's a good point that's actually a good point outside of the realms like Mm -hmm. obviously he's attracted to women if he's attracted to you yeah um so i don't know i just wouldn't be scared if you can of bringing it up and being honest and being like yeah i do have these feelings and thoughts and seeing what he says about that because you don't want to live you know for however long in a relationship where you feel like there is a part of you that you can't you know, follow through with or explore. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to break up. Doesn't mean that he's going to leave you or anything. I think openness and honesty is the best policy and that's tough. And, yeah, yeah, just
0: see where you can get with having that really open, honest chat. And like I said, mm-hmm. maybe if it's not now, maybe you guys can yeah. work towards something in the mm-hmm. future that would allow you to explore a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he can you know, think about it more and what would be okay for him, mm-hmm. and you guys can come to some sort of like a compromise. Mm-hmm. And like Dev said, too you know, he could maybe feel more involved in that decision instead of feeling like, Oh, she wants to go explore someone without me. That's not me. So maybe just making him feel really like loved and supported while you guys explore and chat about this. Mm -hmm. This one's kind of not that related to what we've been chatting about so far, but I mean, it's still related to relationships and datings. So, This girl says, I have a boyfriend who has a shitty group of friends. They still hang out with his exes and bring them around super often. It's gotten to the point where I just expect it to happen, but it's still awkward and frustrating. I don't want to take his time away from his friends, but should I say something? I just feel that it is disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's disrespectful to bring around your exes, around your current partner like Especially, all the time, yeah. Like, yeah. if it's not like a situation where you just randomly ran yeah. into them, I, I wouldn't be cool with that.
1: Also, why more than one? It's like a group you know of one. like
0: <laughs> that's what I'm always maybe, hanging. Maybe it's like a big group of friends and okay. they've like dated in the circle. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes that happens, so yeah. I'm kind of thinking out of it as that, or maybe you guys just have this like small town and maybe it's like the same people at like every social event or whatever um i would definitely talk to him and be like you know what i i don't think that this is this is pissing me off
1: yeah because if every time you have to go hang out it makes you uncomfortable i mean that sucks so i
0: definitely in my past relationship and in any of my past relationships i did not fuck with like any situation where anyone that I knew my ex had or my boyfriend at the time had like been with Mm -hmm. because I did know of people and I would see them occasionally Mm -hmm. I definitely did not feel comfortable like Mm -hmm. being around them especially like being around them with him and that's totally fucking normal like it's like this is your person this is your relationship and exes shouldn't i don't know like they need to be in their place Mm -hmm. right so i guess another thing that you brought up was like group of friends is shitty and they're the ones that are bringing around the exes I would just be open with him and I'd be like, listen, like, I know that these are your friends. Mm. I know that these are your people, but I don't think it's fair that as your current partner, like, you're, you're... other older partners mm-hmm. your exes are getting brought around often right. and i would like to at least like maybe separate ourselves from that happening so much mm-hmm. like how can we change that so i feel more comfortable and i hope you can like understand where mm-hmm. i'm coming from so you should be able to understand that i mean how yeah. would you feel if the situation was reversed and two of your totally. ex-boyfriends were just like all coming over all yeah. the time like no i don't think anyone's gonna be yeah. cool with that for the most part mm-hmm. um kind of a hard situation you don't have to tell him like hey i don't want you to like you don't have to tell him like i think your friends are shitty Mm -hmm. and all this stuff like if you haven't already but you can say definitely the thing about like i don't i think it's unfair and i think it's uncool that they're bringing around Mm -hmm. like these girls i used to date and i think we should try to hang out without some of those people yeah
1: (laughs) right yes or expand hang out with your friends with him
0: That's a good point, too. Maybe, like, switching up the group a little bit if that's possible. But I don't know if this is a group that's, like, always getting together. But that
1: would definitely piss me off. Yeah, if it's all your close friends, though, and you don't, like she said, like, you don't want to take time away from his friends. Exactly. Then I guess it is just talking through it because, you know, a lot of those... I think there is actual, like, possibility that you can kind of work past those feelings of feeling uncomfortable around someone because they were with your ex like yeah i don't think that means you have to immediately, you know, dislike them forever. Yeah, that's a good point. Um so yeah, i feel like you should talk to him about it and then maybe you can like kind of dive into what those relationships were and that'll give you more clarity about like i don't know. Yeah, it's tricky. But yeah, i would say just don't point. write people off a just because they've been with your ex. Right. That sucks. That's a good point. with your partner and then also don't be you know you don't need to be ashamed that you feel awkward about it because that is awkward and especially if you don't like his
0: friends either. Yeah, then it's <laughs> like who exactly. do you like in this yeah. group? So yeah. which so is hard. Hopefully you can yeah, we need some people you like in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> maybe let's bring in some new people yeah. to the group yeah. or you can invite some people over that yeah. are different that maybe you could focus on those people instead of focusing on like yeah. the shittier people that are mm-hmm. that you don't fuck with. Right. I guess that that's kind of what I would yeah. say. It's hard when you're in a relationship and you're trying to like mend yeah. friendships together. Okay. So somebody asks, how do I get more confidence to explore my
1: bisexuality? Dev, take Mm -hmm. the floor. (laughs) Thank you. I would say that you have to trust, I guess, knowing that, like, women are attracted to women, if that makes sense. So, because I used to think, especially living in Idaho, I'm like, what does it even matter if I'm bi, nobody's going to be gay, or I'm not interested in any of the girls that I know are gay? In Boise. Yeah. And then when I just got confident with it, I am shocked how many <laughs> people are bisexual True. or curious. And when you get to know, like, what that looks like, I just think, you just got to go for it. Mindset. Be flirty. And obviously, you don't want to, like, overimpose on someone if, you know, they're not interested. But I just think you have to go about it, if you're bisexual, especially like how you would go about it with men or women, you know. Okay. Because that means you're attracted to both. So yeah. I would assume that means you have if you're a woman, you know, you have experience with men or other people. So just treat it the same. Mm-hmm. That's really the okay. confidence.
0: It's just kind of having that
1: mindset yeah, of like confidence. Yeah. And you just don't act like it's so different than what you're used to. Don't overthink really
0: it too much. Yeah.
1: Which can be hard. But Yeah. Okay. And take a shot.
0: And take a yeah. shot, yeah. Have a couple of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, best way to find a partner besides dating apps? Oof.
1: Hmm. Um,
0: Maybe, like, a friend of a friend or, yeah. like, going out and being social mm-hmm. and then you would kind of be introduced
1: to new mm-hmm. people. What do you think? How do you meet people besides that? Yeah, I apps? mean, I agree. It's connections and walking up to people sometimes. Ooh, I'm not confident know? enough to do that, I feel like. I go back and forth, you know. <laughs> I can be a queen of, like, hey, what's up? I love that. <laughs> but also, well, you know, super shy. So it's kind of hard. But um, if you find things that you enjoy doing that you know would attract people that you would be into, like going out or yoga or a coffee shop. True. Um, I think... When you open yourself to making human connections, I think you would always be surprised in a good way how many people also want to meet people, and that's a good. Dating apps are great because they give you that instantaneously, but everyone in their day-to-day lives, I think, to an extent, also is like interested in human connections. Yeah,
0: that's very true. Yeah, and you can even what was I listening to? I was maybe listening to one of my other favorite podcasts, "Girls Got to Eat" yesterday. And they were talking about just, like, how you can say something that doesn't have to feel like you're hitting on right. someone. Can you, like, if you're at a bar, you could be like, can you watch my coat for just a minute while, well, right. like, I don't have any free hands. And then you come back for your coat mm-hmm. and you're like, how, thank you so yeah. much. Like, how's your, your night going, by the way? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's definitely still kind of, like, a, a boldish move mm-hmm. if you aren't into talking to people. And I definitely get that. It's really hard. But um, you can do it in a way that's not just like, hey, I think you're attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think you're hot. Somebody said, how to deal with the stigmas of bisexuality. Mm. That's a good one. Because mm-hmm. there are... I
1: feel like there are so many stigmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they come up a lot. And we all know them for some reason. Like, people think that you're a slut, or that you can't choose, or that you're greedy. Or that it's a phase. Yeah, it's a phase. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that you're, um, like, going to be gay. Yeah, which I... It's really interesting because I want to, like, disclaim that I've had that experience from women that say, like, you're going to end up with a dude, you know? Hmm. And so it comes from both sides. No women that what. are straight or women that are no, also No, like, bi. women I've been with. Okay. Like, the person I just got my yeah. heart broken by was okay. like, you're gonna, you're just going to end up with a dude, so whatever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, um, I'm going to write my own story. So, uh, stigmas, you know, beyond sexuality they go for so many things stereotypes and all of that and i've always stuck by that i just think like prejudging someone based off of something inherent like race gender sexuality um whatever else is ignorant as fuck like it just is and yes some stereotypes or maybe based on, you know, thematic things that do happen, but it's still ignorant if you can't look beyond that. Like, if you can't look beyond someone bisexual and say, oh, they're greedy, okay, but actually they're just attracted to both genders, you just have to expand your brain, and you have to know that when people put stigmas on anything, it's lack of, like resonance and uh, knowledge and experience. So people love to judge what they don't know because they don't know it and it freaks them out. And it makes them uncomfortable. And it makes them uncomfortable. And a lot of life that I've come to accept is that life is not about making other people comfortable. It's not about making people uncomfortable on purpose, but it is not your soul reason to make people feel okay with what they're seeing and doing when it doesn't harm other people and that's something I've had to really adjust to with dating women and stuff and being open about even just like feminism um and bisexuality and all of that is that yeah you you deserve to be seen and heard and say what's true for you and uh Stigmas are t- stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. people like, always have their little things, yeah. but you
0: don't have to. Uh, and
1: it's easier said because they hurt. Like it definitely hurts to hear that stuff, and I've heard that from my mom. You know about why can't you just choose a man then if you're bi? And I'm like, because that's not the point. <laughs> the you don't get it, mom. And you know, well, you'll, you've been exposed to that. That's probably why you're bisexual and all of this. And you just have to know who you are and stand firm in that in a good way because you being who you are is not harmful to other people that's really the line there's nothing wrong with love and there's nothing wrong with your sexuality and your race and your gender and your identity and all of that like it extends into everything so live for you yeah live free live for you and don't be scared to show who you are, even though it is really scary. And we've been given so many reasons for it to be scary, but we're at least lucky to be growing into a time where um, we can hopefully exchange more ideas more freely. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about that. <laughs> but I'm passionate tea. about that. You still so. fucking tea. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever if you're listening to this and you are, you can message me on Instagram uh, at Dev, see, yeah, it will be linked in the show yes. notes, <laughs> and I will gladly talk to you about it because I've totally been there. I get it, but yeah, aw, yeah, that was a good answer, <laughs> a fabulous Thanks. answer. This next one says, "Am I bi if I primarily date guys but have on and off feelings for one specific girl?" Hmm. I mean, I was definitely that way at a point in time where I had feelings for one of my friends when I was like eighteen. Um, I don't think it's on anyone to say if you're bi or not, necessarily. But if you have feelings for a girl, I mean, by definition, that I guess means you're bisexual (laughs) because you have feelings for a girl. But I don't know. Feelings are so interesting because it's really... I think for everyone, regardless of what you identify as sexually, sexuality-wise, like, you are just attracted to the person. So... I don't know. if You've never had any other thoughts about a girl?
0: And somebody you know? said something similar. Yeah. And that was, am I bi if I find women and men physically attractive but mm. only want to date men? Hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I guess that label should be dis- decided only by yourself, yeah. right? Like, we, yeah. we, we don't want to tell you. Yeah. Um. I definitely, I, I mean, I feel like I, I don't think I've had the thoughts before of like, wanting to actively pursue and date mm-hmm. another woman but i've definitely had like girl crushes but i'm right. like i don't really think that necessarily means that i'm bi but yeah. it means that i'm on the spectrum right. and it means i identify as four percent gay so yes. that's just not true <laughs> and that's just my vibe like that's just yeah. how i feel so maybe you can just be like you know what everybody's on the spectrum i'm mm-hmm. on the spectrum somewhere but i don't need to feel yeah. like i'm
1: right here right here like like, bisexual yeah unless you want to also we were kind of talking about this earlier but like women are attractive in general and i don't think it's it's not so insane that other women can recognize that about other women because i mean men are attractive too but they're yeah so that's up to you yeah you can have girl crushes and not feel like yeah. You need to
0: say I'm bisexual or you can have girl crushes that you're like, wait, I yeah. actually would like yeah. date this
1: person. I have, I yeah. would actually be interested in this person. And I think inherently, you know the difference because yeah. I've definitely had girl crushes where I'm like, oh, I want to be you versus like, <laughs> oh, <good> <laughs> oh, I have a crush on you. Yeah. So
0: that's yeah. actually a really good point.
1: Yeah. Which is another stigma of bisexuality that... Um, if you find out one of your friends into girls does not mean they're into you <laughs> and with that. being gay yeah, yeah, yeah. With being I feel general, like guys like, always say that shit like that it does not mean that they like you just oh because God. they're into your gender it's right. still
0: about the person what about this one how to know when to give up on a crush
1: ooh, mm.
0: ooh. <laughs> um maybe if you kind of have expressed how you feel Mm -hmm. or you know, you think you know how that person Mm. feels and it's just like friend zone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to give up the crush. You know, it's kind of hard. I feel feel like I haven't ever had an active thought in my mind. Like, well, I'm just going to let go of this crush. Yeah, (laughs) Like it just kind of has to happen over time or maybe you have to have a new crush to be able to get over this one. But I would say knowing when to like move on and be like, I'm not going to actively try to pursue Mm -hmm. this as hoping to be a relationship mm-hmm. if you have had a chat or if you know that this person feels like you are a friend to them yeah right yeah and maybe it will change but don't hold your hopes out because right. it's exhausting Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see oh this is a good one for you dev mm. as a girl how do you approach a girl who you don't mm. know is gay
1: for mm. sure I've always wondered yeah. this, too. <laughs> well, I believe that gaydar is real. Okay. Um, I just think... And obviously, you can be wrong. It's not always true. Because there have definitely been girls that I'm like, uh, she's gay, but she's not. <laughs> gaydar, I do think, though, is like a sense that it, the more like uh, open to your sexuality and kind of into the community that you get, I think you actually come to know... Um, But you can be wrong, so it is scary. But I just think if you approach things as like, hey, that's just another human, and I'm attracted to them, so I'm going to approach them or do what you want to do and just be comfortable with the fact that maybe their reason for rejection is because they're not interested in your gender, which sucks. But you can say the same for if you want to go after, you know, a guy Same thing. If they're not into you, they're not into you. Yeah. And that sucks, but I think you should take gender out of the equation for you. And if gender is in the equation for them, then it's not going to work because you don't want to be with someone that's not interested in your gender. But – and the more, you know, you start hanging out with gay people, we all know each other. We're all interconnected, especially the girls. (laughs) We've all dated and, you know – you'll you'll know <laughs> do you ever yeah. like ask someone outright
0: or that would be weird
1: um I can't say that I have but I do think that's a good idea like if like, you
0: really can't yeah feel like you're because I've definitely
1: been it. asked that okay like are you gay or not and I'm like yes and i have. like oh my god because I'm a fucking bad gaydar. You well, think you're straight. Be good. Yeah, but, yeah. like,
0: you think about would be good for, like, guys
1: and stuff. I swear. But it's different. I've though. had a crush on a guy, and then yeah. he's gay. Yeah, but you're not gay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, true, 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 true. I just, yeah. I do think gaydar tea. is, like, a... <laughs> 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 for <protect. laughs> I do think it's an inherently gay thing. Okay, you can feel it. Yeah. Got um, Yeah. So, because I'm, like, a pretty straight-presenting person. Um, a femme or a chapstick Whatever you want to call it <laughs> And I'm bisexual so I'm still You know around men and stuff So I definitely do You know make an effort to be a little more Like I don't paint my nails anymore <laughs> okay, um, got it, got it, You know But like signs. I put a rainbow flag On my van You know there are signs And then also the more you talk to someone You know You can talk about past and stuff and yeah how do you date when you have bad anxiety when meeting new people Mm. yeah that's an interesting one because i have really bad anxiety and i always have but i love meeting people so you don't get anxious before like but i do you do i do i feel like
0: that's totally really normal yeah who doesn't get a little nervous before meeting someone for the first time Yeah.
1: but then i hate it because
0: okay for me how i guess i get mm, how I can work on that a little bit is Mm -hmm. like I literally have basically never regretted going to meet someone new even though I feared I always fear that it's going to be awkward even though it usually is not not. so maybe just giving yourself that confidence of like it's actually not going to be as bad as you're worried about. And this person feels probably the same way. Totally. So maybe just trying to do something that makes you guys more comfortable, like meeting new people. Mm, You guys could just maybe like, maybe meeting up in like a group Mm -hmm. setting or having like, a casual drink, yeah. or just meeting up, maybe
1: uh, for I don't know. What are Weather like an event that takes the pressure events? off, where it's like seeing live music, like where the attention yes. is kind of elsewhere. Good point. Good point. Um, live music, farmers market, bike ride—something that know, you don't have to, to like oriented towards something else. Be
0: talking. Yeah. Having an intimate dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in a room. That's a lot. Just, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I think it's hard, but just maybe also like the first, the first time you do it Mm -hmm. and every time you do it from that point on, Mm -hmm. I think it will get easier. Mm -hmm. And just keeping yourself in that mindset of like, it's actually never going to be as awkward as you think it's going to be. And even if it is. If it's so horrible, you're, like, super anxious, having yep. a horrible time, you can always leave. You yep. can always make an excuse, and you can always peace
1: out. Yeah. And you can so. always say, like, I'm nervous. Like, I'm kind of nervous. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Sometimes just saying something like that really takes that pressure off where you're not just holding in this, like, I'm nervous thing. That's a good point and I feel Um, like everyone feels that way yeah even the most
0: confident people like something is gonna make their heart race something's gonna make them feel anxious or nervous even if it's not meeting new people so just keeping Mm -hmm. keeping that in mind too is Mm -hmm. like
1: it's totally even Beyonce
0: even me She gets nervous. Yeah. <laughs>
1: For what? I don't know, but she does. So
0: just like do it one time, and then I think it will honestly get easier mm-hmm. from that point on. We have this one, which is I have a huge girl crush on my coworker, but I am in a happy, straight relationship.
1: Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, I mean, I think we kind of touched on this earlier, but it's like, is it a girl crush? Is it more Because serious? you want to be her, or is it like you have feelings for her? What's the extent of this crush? Also, I think it's okay to have a crush if you are in a relationship. Like we're still human and still yeah, find that's people a really attractive. Good point. And um, yeah, it's hard to say. If you're not like
0: acting on that. Crush yeah, unless it's okay and like, can you tell your, your
1: straight relationship partner? person that <laughs> relationship person <laughs> your partner that you're that you have a crush? Would they like to hear that? Maybe mm. not, I guess. But it could be kind of yeah, cool if you hard. were like, hey, I, my coworker's hot. And they were <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not.
0: Yeah, I need to know details. I like, know, yeah. Are you interested in, like, if you... For example, like, if you weren't dating your boyfriend, would you be interested yeah. in, like, trying to pursue something with this person? Yeah. Or is it more of a girl crush where I typically get them, which is, like... I would just really want to like hang out with this person right. and look at them, yeah, <laughs> and like admire them, yeah. And maybe, maybe things would go more far mm-hmm. if they were feeling the same way about me. Right. But I'm not gonna like get too crazy yeah. about it. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have too high of hope.
1: Yeah, so, for Florence Pugh when we meet. Oh my gosh, I could see it though. <laughs> That's cute. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so I would just say. Don't be scared of having a girl crush, and that's really normal. Uh, yeah, that is very normal. Everybody
0: has girl crushes, like,
1: even in a relationship. No matter what, like I think it's moderately
0: okay. Okay, guys, we're gonna end it off on this because we feel like we've answered a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and some of them have been similar. But this one is just right up our alley. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you have watched Love Is Blind on Netflix, yeah, um, yes, we, have. we both have. <laughs> There is a guy that reveals he dated both men and women in the past, and mm-hmm. it ended up being drama. So much drama. I know. Their fight was well, insane. they broke up, yeah. Their fight was crazy. Yeah. They were so mean to each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Once again, you need to watch Love is Blind, yes. or you want not know what we're talking yes. about. Okay, so continuing on, I interrupted the on, the question. <laughs> um, I'd love to have you guys discuss the double standards of bisexuality in men versus mm-hmm. bisexuality in women. Yeah. A lot of girls I know say they would never date a guy who has ever been interested in men. However, be- bisexuality in women is considered sexy. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is like oh, so this true. is straight tea.
1: I've <laughs> talked about this a lot actually. I studied gender studies in college, so this is like up my whatever. There really is like this naturally, even if you go beyond those stereotypes, like this naturally intrinsic thing with women about being able to be more like touchy, and um, you know, we're even even if we're just friends, we're like all over each other. You can kiss your girlfriends, and nobody really Cuddly. is thinking much about it. And uh, yeah, that is a I think unfortunate dynamic double standard that we put on men to not be able to. It feeds into a lot of things, like to be emotional, to cry, to whatever. And then to be interested in other men. I've always thought it would be so much harder to be a gay man than it would to be um, bisexual as a woman or a lesbian, which it's obviously relative, but it is. It's different because there's this very, very, like, big thing put on uh, males about being strong and... I don't masculine, know. yeah, masculine, like and the providing women and providing for women, and yeah, all of that, and and I mean, acknowledging I forget his name on the show,
0: uh-huh. I forgot too because they were only in yeah. like the first few episodes, yeah, and then they're not on anymore. But as
1: an African American bisexual man, I know that that's also a whole nother territory. That I mean, I can't even, we're both obviously members of that community, like the LGBTQ plus community but that's still something that i can't necessarily um speak as much on about especially but, you
0: could you could even see in the show which yeah i mean you can even see in the show how emotional he was so yeah. frustrated when he yeah. told her because he had been kind of not hiding it but he just hadn't brought it up yet Mm. like hey just so you know this woman that he was already engaged to at this point but it was you know the show makes it so it's a very quick engagement so let's put that out there um but they hadn't discussed or he hadn't ever brought up to her Mm. like hey i'm bi and i have just so you know Mm. i have been with men in the past yeah and it ended up like I mean, I feel like she wasn't not accepting. I feel like she just wanted to think about right. it, um, and then it just turned into this. Hu- I don't even know how. I feel like it went so beyond
1: fast. the bisexual aspect into this other thing because, yeah, it, it went from zero to sixty, very right? And they quick. were screaming and, <laughs> and then insults they done. at each other, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. you guys are yeah. engaged, yeah. Because yeah, it comes back to like I was watching it with my mom, and she's like how could you not tell someone that? And I'm like, I mean, does it... I don't know. Does it really matter? Right. It does because it's like... I think there's value in being able to, like, say who you are and speak up for, you know, what you are. But then I would just hope that if I told someone that, I don't know, it wouldn't really be a big, like, (gasps) what? But I I do think there's a very different double standard with men because it's more, like that question said, like girls that say they would never date a man that's bisexual. But then guys are like, oh, that's hot. I cannot imagine because I would be like, cool, (laughs) great, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I know, I feel like... And we sexualize (laughs) women so inherently. So for a women, women on women... Yeah, that's, like, porn and all of these deep-seated things that are about women, like, only being sexual. And then, yeah, the idea, I think it freaks people out, the idea of um, males having sex when there's no women involved. Yeah. And then also with women, like... People freak out when they're not in it, I guess, or they're not involved, but... And I do wish Love is Blind had some more diversity and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's really... Hopefully, they'll do better with, like, yeah.
0: the next mm-hmm. season. Because mm-hmm. everyone was pretty much hot
1: yeah. and skinny. eventually definitely attractive, <laughs> but... That's, yeah. Straight. Exactly. Except for that guy. You're right. Was yeah. it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you think Love yeah. is Blind, I mean, it, Maybe. why are we not featuring some, like you know range of people. And
0: wasn't it weird how they had those people that were in the house the first few episodes and but they didn't meet someone yeah, and they never even like interviewed yeah, and talked about totally. them. I was like are yeah. these people just, you know maybe
1: maybe some of them yeah. were... So season 2 do better. Okay. Hmm.
0: Yeah, the, I'm times. sure they've gotten a lot of that yeah. feedback because I saw I saw a lot of like tweets about that. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, everyone on Love Is Blind is hot, conventionally attractive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. exactly. One of my first friends that ever came out to me, Mm -hmm. um, one of my gay best friends, that came out to me when we were and our other close friends when we were probably eighteen or nineteen. He first came out and he he told everyone he was like. I'm bi Mm -hmm. and um, maybe at that point he was like I actually do feel like Mm -hmm. I'm bi this is what I want to come out as like I have no idea but talking to him since he's said to me like that was what I said so that I could be more accepted so do you think that as a guy well I guess neither of us are guys (laughs) but do you think that um, it is different and harder to come out As, like, straight-up gay, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just saying, like, I'm bi or I'm, like, having...
1: I don't know. I'm not wording the question right, but I I feel like you know what I mean. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, I think in general, it's scary to think that you're, like, committing to one, you know, thing. Because you don't live your life and be like, I am straight. That's it, you know? Like... You know, we don't come out of the street <laughs> oh and God, then yeah. figure it out. Imagine if people like, came oh my God, out of the street. And it's really ironic when you flip it like that and think about it that way because... That's
0: yeah, a really good point. You're one. not
1: sitting down like, Mom, <laughs> I only like men. Oh, my God. I wanted to like, come Yay! out to you guys you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I do think bisexuality is actually like a stepping stone for people. And I could see why. But that doesn't mean to devalidate like I am bisexual 100% yeah. and uh that's not going to change for me sometimes I'm like I get gayer by the day I swear <laughs> but that's part of being bisexual ebb and flow you know into both everything so yeah I think a lot of it is just that fear of like a label that's so definite feeling like I am gay you know yeah um Especially, like, this was in Georgia. And how do you really know? Like, yep. <laughs> it's hard to know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> how do you ever know for sure You're about still, anything? like, coming into
0: yourself yeah. and
1: accepting yourself yeah. and so many of these. And then I think, yeah, people really do actually get to a point where it's like, nope, I am gay. That is true, and that's great. And, like, but I'm ready to tell people. You're not always there, and it takes time to really figure it out. It's all very deep, and it's hard to know. And it's a spectrum. Everything is a spectrum. Yep. So...
0: Oh snap! Snap! Love, <laughs> love these topics. Yeah, this discussion. Um, you guys asked a lot of awesome questions, mm-hmm. so thank you so much. Yeah, that was super fun. Um, wow, I feel good about that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
0: now you guys, we wanted to oh, yeah, end it off really with nice. a quick little. I wanted to like end off with my guests on a little game or something like that. Yeah. We should do a little Would You Rather? Mm-hmm. And Why I didn't not? read these, so no. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Well, don't look now. I'm moving my laptop. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, I think I have like four, cool. so. Um, we'll both answer them. Mm-hmm. So first one is would you rather have the ability to read other people's mind or the ability to see into the future? Mm-hmm. I always I
1: think idea. I would maybe
0: want to read up other people's mind and then I'm like, oh my god, it would be so it, yeah. it would be negative. Yeah. It would be hard. Yeah. To fully read other people's minds. You never you would get and it would be yeah. so busy because imagine right. you're in a coffee shop with thirty and yeah, like can people? you control it? Exactly. Maybe you could like look over at one person and you can see what if they're thinking. To. But um I don't know. Seeing into the future that would be scary.
1: And I, I might have to go with reading other people's minds even though that's not what I thought initially, but yeah. Especially if you could like pick and
0: choose. Yeah, which I feel like you could choose. Maybe you too. could cuz it you couldn't read anyone's mind
1: if it was yeah, all just so like so just
0: jumbled in your mind. So mm-hmm. maybe you can like look at someone and focus on God, it would be such thinking? a
1: double edged sword. It'd be like, you really want to know what people think? Exactly. But then the
0: future. Shit. It could be helpful, though, because Mm -hmm. you could weed out, like, shitty people. And then you would know, like, your true friends. That's actually a good point. I mean, you just immediately... You could see people's intentions. Yeah. So I'm going to go with your answer, too, because I was initially thinking, oh, my God, I don't want to read other people's minds. It would be so hard. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like...
1: I actually really it would actually probably help <laughs> <So we're> just,
0: <laughs> it would help you out in the yeah. future I think yeah, maybe I think it would too next question is would you rather be stranded on an island with someone you hate or stranded on an island
1: alone someone I hate <laughs> yeah I mean I, I, I think so get to too. love someone or
0: even work if, through as it as long
1: as you were alone yeah, I agree.
0: I think isolation would be so... Oh, so hard. I don't even... Because you're already isolated. Yeah. You're on a fucking island. You're you just yourself. In. Yeah, you would go crazy. Yeah. At least with someone... Like, have you guys... Have you or you guys ever watched um, like Naked and Afraid or any mm-hmm. of those shows? No. So it's like you basically are like dropped into a place and you get paired with a partner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they end up liking each other, but a lot of times they end up not fucking yeah. with each other and just being like... I don't talk about this person. But even then, the other person is going to be good at things that you're not good Mm -hmm. at and you guys could help each other Mm -hmm. out in certain ways. So it probably, you know, you could look at it as a thing of like, hopefully I won't hate this person. Yeah. And you can talk through
1: every single thing that you hate. At yeah. least there's something to do. Yes, I agree. You could yeah. have
0: conversations. Yeah. You could
1: help each other out. And even if you quote unquote hate each other, I mean, the goal can still be to like survive on your island. And Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> don't let hate overtake.
0: <laughs> um, okay. The next one is my favorite one. It's funny. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have your parents oh walk in on God. you having sex? Walk. Oh, they're both so bad. I know that I'd rather walk in on my parents.
1: Really? Sex. Yeah, okay, because I, was I mean, but your parents are together. Uh, yeah, my
0: parents are together. Well, my what if? Not, what so if it was really weird? Does your mom still have her boyfriend? Yeah.
1: So, so you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Deb just
0: no cute. But
1: uh... <laughs> um, think about it like that because oh you God. can't really imagine your. Parents I would together. rather my parents walk in walk in on me having sex because I feel like there's a relative, like, understanding that that might be happening, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, if I think about, like, my dad, he'd be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, he would be sorry. Just be so But he wouldn't be like, what the fuck? But if I saw it, (laughs) I can't promise that I would have the same respect unfortunately because it's harder to think about your parents
0: i just feel opposite um i feel like i i couldn't come back from well if my dad walked in on me no like it's over like i'm done if my mom walked in on me we could recover from it if it was my dad i genuinely don't think it would take so long to recover from it um, I would rather walk in on them because I I would just be like, whatever. They're my parents. They're they this is two. good. They're yeah. they're doing it right. <laughs> I would just really quickly close the door and be like, black it out. Yeah, I stand by mine. Okay, we, we have, have different get answers. You. Yeah, I, get why. <laughs> I yeah. like that we have different answers. Yeah. though. makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last question is: Dun-dun. Would you rather be in jail for a
1: year? Or lose a year off your life. I mean, I'd probably just take the L with a year off my life. And, you know.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I thought
1: about it and I was like. "Mm." Because a year in jail,
0: you're in jail. You have to live through it every day. You're almost like losing a year off your life if you are in
1: jail for a year. But you have to live through it. And a year off your life, at least you're dead. Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't really have to think too much about it. I don't think I would survive in jail. You could be cool in jail.
0: Well, it depends on what type of a jail. Like, jail right. or prison. Because in, like, shows like Orange is the New Black, well, that's then, just jail, yeah. right? Where they can, like, hang out with each other in these I little, so. like... They have their little beds and they, yeah. like, hang out. But, you know... Well, I guess prison is different. The question didn't answer. Yeah, is it or prison? Prison is like you're actually locked in a fucking cell yeah. lawn. I would go crazy. You get... Typically, I... Th- well it's different but yeah i all i know is that jail is different than prison mm. really intense prison you are locked in a cell i'm pretty sure 23 hours a day if you're fully like a really intense criminal if you didn't do something that bad then you would not be in that situation um it depends on what the crime was but yeah
1: you're off my life this though. question
0: asked for jail so i'm also going with you yeah. jail. because think about it if you live till i don't know 85, whatever. Like, so you lived till 84. That's pretty much the end. That was We've fun. been recording for almost two hours. Yeah. But we did take a couple breaks True. to refill our wine, mm-hmm. to pee, mm-hmm. to pet mm-hmm. all. <laughs> so this is like double the length of any of my episodes yeah. I've ever been. But I think that's good. I feel really good about yeah, I'm it. Yeah, am excited to listen um, to it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. Yeah, of course. Guys, so go check out the show notes. Go follow Dev. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode to leave a review mm, or rating or five both. Stars. Five stars, baby, if you felt
1: like it was a five star mm-hmm. episode, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I did. I did
0: too. <laughs> um, so you can do that on Apple Podcasts. And I'm just so thankful for you guys listening. Mm-hmm. So thankful to have Dev here. Thank and you. yeah, I just feel really good going into this. Is my first time ever recording with someone. So now, like we were talking about in the episode, just doing something one time, mm-hmm. it gets easier. So totally. now I feel like I can record with not any guests Okay, yeah. like not people that straight up intimidate the yeah. shit out of me. <laughs> but I can record with future guests and be like, I did it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. now you could be on a podcast and be like, no. I know how to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I guess I will, s- I always say I'm going to see you guys, but that's not true because I won't see you. I will um, hear. Mm-hmm. You'll hear from me. That's right. that's the truth. <laughs> Next <laughs> week. So yeah. talk to you guys then. Cheers. Bye. and love y'all.